Art of the Kickstart, episode 59. Welcome to the theartofthekickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. Inventors are innovating and creating the products of the future, and backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Guys, before we jump into the interview, I want to thank today's show sponsor, eFulfillmentService.com, the company that's helping crowdfunders everywhere. Hey guys, one of the biggest challenges and questions that I've been getting quite a bit from inventors and innovators out there, and just things I've seen from over 50 plus podcast interviews, some of the challenges that people have when they're launching their Kickstarter campaign, they want to know, do they have everything ready? Is there anything they missed? So I just put together a checklist 23 steps to make sure your Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to dominate when you launch. You guys can get that for free by going to artofthekickstart.com slash checklist. Just signing up and hopefully that will help you launch your campaign hassle-free and just get it off the ground and running smooth. Hey guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today I am really, really excited. I know I say that quite frequently, but I am pretty freaking pumped to have Boris, the Russian mad scientist whose last name I can't even attempt to pronounce on the line, to share the story of Body Echo, the company that's opening up body hacking and wearable technology for everyone. Thank you so much for coming today, Boris. I'm really excited about what you're doing, especially with sleep tracking. Hello, man. So, Boris, before we get into this awesome technology, which I'm reading your vitals as we speak, how cool is that? Give me a life quote, a success quote, something you live by that you think others could really benefit from. Well, I don't know. There are so many possible quotes, but if we're talking about succeeding, probably the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one one more time. And this is just another time for me. So this is just another time for you. What's happened before? Let's jump into that real quick. It's always interesting. What's your backstory? Well, half of my professional life, I work in telecom. I've worked with medical devices. So this one kind of combines two of my expertise. It's not the first project I've done in this arena. Some of my previous projects was, for example, was part of medical equipment on International Space Station. It was telecom part, but it was part of medical equipment. So I'm very much interested in telecom and medical applications. So that's what brought me to wearables and wireless. And that's what brought me to you. You have a really awesome campaign running right now on Kickstarter. You've raised over $13,000 for really what I think to be the next step in sleep trafficking, in body tracking, in helping people to understand health and wellness. Take us through how you started this business, where the idea came from. Well, I just, I guess it's intellectual curiosity, an idea of making something that people need. And on the top of that, my personal interest, because at some point I had severe sleep apnea. So I decided to look at that. Being an engineer, curiosity is my nature. I'm an engineer as well, and that really interests me. So I want to get into that. What are the signs and symptoms that your device, that people can use to track What happens? Why do people get poor quality sleep? What's the issue? I know people are so sleep deprived as it is. Why is our sleep not as good as it should be? Well, uh, there are many, many reasons. If you think about it, third of your uh, life, you spend 
and sleep. And we know so little about that. There are many, many problems that cause poor sleep. Some of them psychological, some of the physiological. What we are looking at, well, we decided to look at vital signs, which are your heart rate, your oxygen, blood saturation, temperature, blood pressure. And we cannot, we're not medical device yet. We're probably heading there, but we're not there yet. And we cannot diagnose people with something like sleep apnea, for example. But we can say that certain symptoms we can diagnose if you're if you have obstructive disorder, right? You start to choke, you you don't breathe, your oxygen level goes down. That may cause you're waking up and you don't know that you woke up because you fall immediately asleep. So you're waking up dozens of times during night without knowing, even knowing it. And in the morning, you instead of sleeping eight hours, you sleep four. And you have no idea about it. And that's very common. Uh, About 20 million Americans suffer from that and not diagnosed, by the way. And that's what makes it so interesting. You're empowering people to get data about themselves. They don't necessarily need a doctor to interpret it. They can look at trends over time. It is that movement of quantified self. And I personally find it really interesting. As a kid, I always, I, I sleptwalked. I sleptwalked everywhere. I tried to escape houses. And this was in my sleep. It would be so amazing to be able to look at what goes on in the body, in the brain, from a measurement type of standpoint. Literally, guys, now I'm monitoring as we speak. Boris has sensors on his earlobe, on his forehead. I can track his temperature, heart rate, oxygen, respiratory rate. All of these things give you a better picture. What have you done with that, with the technology you had to bring it to market? Why crowdfunding to get this started? Oh, crowdfunding is wonderful by itself. What we're trying to do is, obviously, we're trying to raise some funds for further development. We have pilot trials, Stanford Hospital coming up. But uh, again, I would be very interested if people really like this device. I'm looking for more budgets. Boris, your your audio cut out a little bit. Can you repeat that last part? Sorry. Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, What I'm uh, saying, I'm looking for market validation, for example, because if nobody is interested, it's too bad. I hope a lot of people would be interested in what we're doing and you will become the part of that. Yeah, you're not just an inventor or a scientist. You're also an entrepreneur. You want to build a business around this. And that's That's a challenge so many entrepreneurs face is they don't go into that looking to validate the market. What did you do before you bought this to Kickstarter, before crowdfunding, to make sure this would be something that people would really get excited about, really want to jump on the bandwagon? How'd you test it? Well, I tested, if I speak about our device, I tested it on myself, I tested it on my friends, I talked to doctors a lot, and apparently got some interest because... This is the device that doesn't replace, let's say, polysomnographic equipment that used to for sleep studies, but it's something additional that people can use at home easily. And again, we don't put diagnosis on, on the results, but we may say, okay, you, you have some problems, go to see your doctor. Yeah, it's like it's the exact opposite of traditional medicine, and that's what makes it beautiful. It's not trying to 
find issues. It's trying to give people information so they can see trends. It's body hacking 101. What have you guys been doing? What are some of the challenges you've had in developing this? I imagine this is taking quite a bit of time to get to market. How long have you been working on it? We've been working for a couple of years, starting from early prototypes. And then, as you can see, we have a full chain from our own proprietary hardware to the server, right? So it's full. It's firmware, software, database, a website, whole suite. And there are challenges everywhere. Most challenging way, most challenging thing is to make it unobtrusive so people can use it and want to use it and it would be convenient to use. So you launched a little bit under five days ago. You've raised almost $14,000. What has been your marketing strategy to this point to get Body Echo out there to the people that would be interested in this? This seems like a Tim Ferriss, four-hour body kind of thing. This seems like something that's really getting into vogue with Fitbit, Jawbone. What are you guys doing? Have you tried to partner with anyone? Well, we did some several attempts, but not very successful, though. But we decided to get it to the stage technologically to advance a little bit more. Because when you try to shop an idea, it doesn't impress anybody. When you have what we're having right now, I hope people would appreciate what, how much work we put there and the results we're having. So really what you're doing, this isn't the end-all, be-all final product. What you're doing is you're skipping that startup step where you typically go to get angel funding to help grow your company, that first Series A round. You're using crowdfunding instead. You're trying to get it in front of the crowd, have other people help you to take this to the next level. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. We do a couple things. As I mentioned, we partner with doctors at Stanford University and Stanford Clinic, and we need doctors' advice and doctors' kind of insight in what we are doing and validation from them, and we get full support from them. So on one hand, on another hand, we are very interested in, in the market, in consumer market, and hope we can you know, put two and two together. Honestly, I see this going a lot bigger on the consumer side, but that's just my personal opinion. But my question for you is, on the consumer side, on the functionality side, we talked about this a little before the podcast, what can people use Body Echo for? What kind of usage have you seen backers been talking about, asking you about? How do they plan to use the product? Well, uh, starting from very simple uh, usage of trying to figure out what's wrong with your own sleep, to using our server and our database, application seems to be unlimited because you can monitor remotely somebody's other heart rate or vitals. Uh, that brings you absolutely amazing opportunities to, I don't know, develop games, build a lie detector. It's a communication on another level, right? You see other people, body, effectively. Yeah, we didn't bring that up. Basically, that is the biggest value of this is in the API. You're going to be creating something that people can build Android apps, iPhone apps off of. People can build off of this as a platform, which makes you in a great position. Is that kind of what you were thinking to create yeah, an open, yes. source, an open yes. source technology? Yes, we would like to bring it's your data uh, and it belongs to you. Right. We, we, yes, we measure it. We keep it for you, but it belongs to you. Do it. Use it as, as you want to use it. Build an app. I'm sure we have some ideas about applications, but 
I'm sure that people out there have ideas that go way beyond what we have in mind. And I'm sure there are brilliant ideas out there that we never thought about. Absolutely. That's one of the crazy things. And it's kind of cool that what you're building, it's a hardware software type product. Generally, software doesn't do well on Kickstarter, but this is the exact opposite of traditional software. This is something that's actually empowering people, something that I see going huge as you start to really get momentum in Kickstarter. But what I want to ask you about before that, this is hardware software, which makes it really complex electronics. What are some of the challenges you've had with getting this built, with taking prototypes and getting them manufacturing ready? The most challenging thing, how we different from uh, probably anybody else, is to make it very, very low power. And so the biggest part of the device is the battery. And to make it low power means you shrink the battery. And this is very important. As a result of our work there, and we build it on proprietary hardware, the result is amazing. You can run on one battery, on, for example, for our earlobe sensor, you can run for a day, 24 hours. For forehead sensor, the same. So if you, and we know how to improve it even further. So you, you charge your battery once and you take your measurement every night for a whole week, for example, right? Or if you use our earlobe sensor, you, you can exercise for day. And this and is one of the same, uh, the same data. Exactly. And it just adds that much more important data. This is something that you could easily combined with any of the other wearable technologies out there, Jawbone, Fitbit, anything like that, for people that are really interested in tracking their life, tracking their performance, and becoming as awesome as possible. I want to jump now into the launch round. How's that sound for us? Well, that's fine. And these are basically just some rapid-fire questions. They're a little bit outside of your business. They're more business, entrepreneurship, life stuff. Okay. Guys, before we jump into the launch round, we're going to take a quick time out to tell you about today's show sponsor, eFulfillmentService.com. Honestly, this is a great company to work with if you're crowdfunding or building an e-commerce company and you don't want to worry about fulfillment, shipping your products and rewards out to backers. That's one of the hardest things that Kickstarter campaigns have is getting those rewards out to backers on time. From manufacturing to shipping them out, it's a huge headache. Deal with eFulfillmentService.com, artofthekickstart.com, slash EFS to get the best deals ever. Welcome to the launch round where we take our guests through a series of rapid-fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. So, Boris, first question for you. As a scientist, as an inventor, who do you look up to as inspirational? Who would you want to be able to chat with? <laughs> I don't know. Probably greatest. Uh, Edison. Edison. I love it. I thought you were going to go Tesla for sure on that, but... I suppose uh, you can well, give the American props as well. Well, uh, I don't know. Tesla is fine. I mean, you look up to the greats, right? Edison, Graham Bell, something like that. Probably Robert Langer, who made it an invasive drug delivery. Uh, something that really changes lives of millions. And that is my next question for you. Would you rather go down as one of the greatest scientists of all time or one of the greatest inventors? Oh, well, unfortunately, I, I don't believe on either perspective, but uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Give it a couple of years. You're only 60. You seem to be absolutely killing it right now. I think no, you've got not, some great stuff ahead of you. Not even 60, 59. Oh, your profile's lying to me then. They're just putting age on you. You look young for your age. Next question for you, Boris. 
So oh, oh, oh by the way, if you're looking at the at the picture on our website, it's not my picture. Oh, okay. Um, well, I ha- totally have uh, the wrong picture of you in my head. Uh, on our demo server, it's not me. Okay, no worries then. Next question for you, Boris. So you've been doing this for a long time. You've seen the ups and downs of business, of invention, of startups. What would you say is advice that you have to other inventors out there from what you've seen? How to avoid mistakes? Uh, there are so many mistakes, and uh, you basically cannot avoid mistakes. You should just try again. Learn from your mistakes. Preferably learn from somebody else's mistakes. Read books. Read books. Absolutely. That's my next question for you. If there have been any business books, life books, entrepreneurial or inventorial books that have really influenced you? Uh, probably. I would think that Steve Blank or Steve's uh, Steps to the Epiphany would be my my best guess. Steve Blank is an absolutely great author. Gotta go with that lean startup business model canvas. You guys, if you want to check it out, artofthekickstart.com slash audible. You get the audiobook free. Next question for you, Boris. So one thing I think is really cool is that... Wait, how was I going to phrase this? One second, sorry. Oh, so Boris, you've seen the ups and downs. You've done a lot of crazy, amazing things from the sounds of it. You've got stuff on the International Space Station. My question for you, in this crazy journey that you've had, have you had any role models, any mentors that have just helped you along the way, given you great advice and helped you succeed? Oh, I met a lot of... Brilliant, brilliant, absolutely fantastic people. I work here in Silicon Valley in Palo Alto for 25 years, so there are brilliant people around there. I cannot name, you know, one that influenced me more. In general, in general terms, probably my my parents. My father was very good engineer, great, so he influenced me a lot. Seems to run in the family. That is a huge thing. Speaking of which, what about your kids? What do they think about you as an inventor, as a scientist, and a businessman? How do you think what you've done throughout your life has influenced you, influenced others, and their journey? Oh, I don't know. My son is not an engineer. Uh, He's an artist. He's a photographer. And it's a good thing. Not everybody... I'm not a photographer. Yeah, everybody's wired differently. And at the same time, your campaign looks absolutely beautiful. It looks like you hired a photographer, a designer, and that's so important to make it a success. I want to jump now back to you guys, back to the business. Sound good? Yes, absolutely. So you've been doing this, and your campaign, like we were saying, it's only about five days into it, at least here in Thailand time, which is why you guys hear the jungle sounds everywhere. Where are you going next? What are your plans to make this as successful as possible? In the coming 39 days you have left, how do you make this thing fun? That's the part that is most difficult for me because we try to approach people. We try to approach people we know. We try to approach magazines, press, do this marketing stuff. We hope to draw some some attention, and uh, but this is something that is probably most difficult for me. That is such a challenge. One of the things I'm going to say to you, what I've learned from a lot of inventors and some consulting I've done, don't try to go for the big guns right off the bat. Don't go Mashable and Gadget. Go for the smaller blogs, the ones that are going to be excited that you're pitching them. They'll give you more coverage. And as you start to grow, those big ones, the Mashables, TechCrunches, everybody in the world will jump on the bandwagon. Another thing that could be awesome for you, your product is so visual. Have you ever considered you're in Silicon Valley, for goodness sake. Go to the malls. Go to cool places where people congregate. 
and just walk around showing people your product. People are going to get excited about something like this. I think that would be hugely beneficial for you guys to just get it out there in the hands of the West Coast hipsters, tech gurus and hackers that want to get this out there. What do you think? Thank you very much for uh, for wonderful advice. We, we will follow that. We have some coverage from Geeks magazine and actually people look very favorably on what we're doing. So hopefully we'll, it will bring us more bakers, more supporters. That's Absolutely. my hope. Oh, it will. You've got a cool campaign. Just go sleep in the middle of the mall and have a monitor showing the tracking. People have to walk over and just get excited about that. This is something people get excited about, especially with you, Boris. You've got the awesome Russian accent. I love Russian accents. They get me excited, and I can't believe I haven't switched into my Russian accent on, on accident. I got one last question for you, Boris. You've been such a cool guest to have on the program. I already asked you about one piece of advice, so I want to ask you instead... One mistake, one lesson that you've learned in your life, if you could just share one thing that you've messed up, screwed up, and just learned from, what would it be? Share it with people out there. Uh, on my life or technical side of my life? Any way you want to go, you take this how you want to play it. Uh, ask me a different question. I did so many. I, I had a long life. Did many, did many mistakes. Many things I did right. So I'm looking forward uh, so rather than... That's good to, some advice, actually. You're going to have all those mistakes, but you got to keep going forward in spite of them, learning at least a little bit from every little mistake you make so you can make something awesome like this, guys, like Body Echo. Bor Let me ask you a question. Okay, let's do it. You mentioned that you're uh, in Thailand. My understanding, I've been to Thailand a couple of years ago. My understanding is it's a third world country. With this device, with Body Echo, what do you think about using it in sorts in places like Thailand, in underdeveloped countries where people may have this device and have doctors sitting sitting in uh, in United States, for example, trying to make diagnosis or or something like that? What do you think about that? I think that's an interesting concept. The one big issue would be that price barrier. It is a much poorer area here, which is a lot of the reason why I came. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to have lower cost of living. What I found really interesting about the health system, though, I feel like the health system is probably better here in terms of the quality you're getting. It's so much less expensive. The idea of having it directly transferred over to U.S. doctors, U.S. doctors, I mean, they're making bank. These guys do not work for cheap. I found the exact opposite over here where people are a lot more willing with their time to help you out. I went to the hospital and it cost me about $15 just to give you an idea. I don't know that it would be feasible for people to afford that. Alternatively, though, what you could offer, which would be interesting, would be having this available to people in the U.S., people that have the money to pay for it, and then working with overseas doctors, perhaps in Europe or other areas that are well-educated but less expensive to offer essentially online support online oh that's uh, that's uh, doing the exact opposite selling to the more that's uh, that's very our device by the way uh, is fairly inexpensive uh, comparing to um, yeah most of the stuff out there is really expensive this isn't bad this is about a hundred bucks yes uh, and in high volumes obviously it will go lower so even people in third world countries can afford it but what you suggested is completely different and makes it very interesting yeah, I like that play. And the other thing that I think would be interesting, building a forum or something around this where people can collaborate. 
because the real value in this is in the community. This is almost like a Wikipedia-esque thing where people will be creating the content. They'll be adding the value. So by building a forum and getting people on there, they're going to be sharing information, their insights based off of this. This will be really exciting, is my prediction, in the next couple of years as people start to learn more and more about how sleep works, how the technology and how their body and vitals, their physical signs affect how they're how they function. People will start hacking this stuff. They'll start tracking it and being able to fix a lot of their personal problems. That's my bet. And I think that would be a huge value add for you guys. As the- I, I, I really appreciate it. It's great advice. And you're a fantastic marketer, I'm sure. Oh, I, uh, I don't know about fantastic, but I try my best. Yeah, open source. Just getting this out there where people are creating the value, like a Reddit, something like that. This is going to be huge. That's my, that's my thought. Great. Great. Thank you, man. And now let's start to wrap this interview up. I've had you on the line for a while, and I know it's starting to get a little late by you. Here's my last question for you. I want you to pitch Body Echo, pitch the company, pitch OxyRate. Why should people come check you out? Why is what you're doing changing the world of wearables, the world of how people live and function? Share the story. Where can people find you out? Just talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, it's a difficult part, but yes, uh, I think what we're doing is fairly important. Uh, in our world where uh, everything is kind of connected, we're connecting People's vital signs, people's body. We're talking about Internet of Things uh, right now. It's a buzzword. But what could be more interesting out of things than, than the human, right? So what we do now, we can remotely monitor each other, remotely care about each other. For example, you want to know if your parent is feeling good or your dear one is feeling good. You can now use our technology to to do it in real time. It's about humanity as well as about technology. Yeah, this could totally have applications in that help I've fallen where an elderly person falls or has an accident. People can register, oh, their acceleration, they're not moving, their heart rate's down, their heart rate's up. Stuff like this has massive benefits. This is going to change a lot of what people are doing. Guys, I want you to reach out to Boris This is something I know you guys are interested in. Either back it, share it, or just thank him for coming on the podcast. This has been a really cool interview for me. I've loved seeing this real-time statistics, real-time vitals, and I think this is going to be something really cool in the future. I'm glad we got you on the program. Thank you so much, Boris. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Art of the Kickstart, where we believe makers, inventors, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and it's been a pleasure guiding you through this journey of creation and innovation. I hope you're inspired by this and check out artofthekickstart.com to get more information and tactics to help you launch your own business, product, and dreams.